Welcome to On the Edge with April Mahoney Brains. Here, this is the spot. Where the conversation is pointed, the guests are sharp, and the responses are never dull. Welcome home, Brains. There's only one requirement to hang out on the edge, is that you open your big brain and close your small mind. Did you bring your thinking caps? It's time to put them on, because the conversation starts Welcome to On the Edge with April Mahoney Brains. How are you doing? You're at the spot, the place where the conversation is pointed, the guests are sharp, and the responses are never dull. And today we have Alexandra Holt. You know what she does, Brains? She helped your kids get into college. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but if you have not seen her on uh, social media, you're missing a treat. And I really want to pay you, you know, the biggest compliment because you are out there on the grind. You are a great example of what it means to be persistent and consistent. You got great personality posts, you know, and so these children, well, I'm not going to call them children. These young adults, they need uh, somebody like you, you know, that's mature and seasoned, but yet fun. Cause that's the only way they're going to listen to you is if you're fun. So you got a mm-hmm. great gig. You have created a niche where you are um, coaching parents and students on how to better prepare for college entry. That's right. Know. And yeah, that's right. And not just college entry. So my mission has expanded tenfold since first speaking with you. Wow. I'm actually, yeah, I'm actually focused on creating a student who not only gets into the college, but is successful within the college and then graduates and is successful in their life. Wow. So, right. So it's really grown from when we first spoke and I'm already helping um, a handful of students with this mission and they're doing wonderfully. And it's, it's just really, it's going really well. And I'm so excited. Well, you're beyond a counselor. You're an independent consultant, but kind of, Tell um tell my brains exactly what it is that you do and how you found this niche. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, sure. So um, a college admis- admissions counselor is really focused on only curating the college choice and getting that student into those colleges that they've chosen together. Uh, what I do, based on my expertise and experience in education and working with teens, is I take them through um, the three pillars of success, which are uh, building a vision, cleansing their vision, and then building a vision that is their own and not something that has been put on them by their parents and society and social networks, Right. right? So cleansing that vision, rebuilding what they want, then curating that college choice, and then taking them and building confidence and competence within themselves so that they can be successful in their life. So, well, hell, you're taking them from cradle to grave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of work, you know, because at 18, it used to be everybody's, no, 16, you got a car, you were driving. 18, mm-hmm. you were graduating and you were going off to college. Everybody's not college bound. You know, I don't have a college degree and I've made a lot of great choices and had a lot of great jobs. 
but you have to have a different skill set when you do that. You got to have, a, you know, a strong hustler mentality mm-hmm. um, and you have to have sales because you're selling yourself into these opportunities. But mm-hmm. now it's also a sales pitch to get into college. Yes, ma'am. It's all about, as you told me, the essay and the application, because, you know, they've uh, erased the color line. You can't get in on affirmative action anymore, brains. You got to really use your your ingenuity there. You got to use uh, what God gave you, your brains, and hope that your parents can afford it and you can find funding. But you can get the money sometimes, but you can't get past the entry. Bring us up to speed on that. Yeah, that's true. So now that affirmative action has been slashed down, um, everyone is really standing on their own two feet and whatever funding they can find to get support to represent themselves and their experience in a way that stands out to the people who are reading those applications. So the statistics are one thing. Your GPA is one thing. Your SAT score is one thing. Your experience. Pump your your brakes on that. I heard that they're not doing the SAT anymore. It depends. So there's a whole list of schools that don't do it, but they're, it's, it's mostly optional at those schools. So for the schools that they have created this option, if you have an SAT that is high, you submit it. And if you have an SAT that's low, you don't. Uh, (laughs) Right. And it's supposed to be that they view that as um, impartial. They're supposed to be impartial if you don't submit your SAT. But obviously, if you don't submit your SAT, it means you didn't have a good SAT. So whether that's impartial or not is... Right. Subjective. Right. (laughs) Yeah, fuzzy. It's fuzzy. Okay. So now... Uh, you have to, you know, there's people that want to go to college and I tell them it's more than just filling out an application and ticking a bunch of boxes. You've got to be civically active. You've got to have good grades. Um, you've got to be community organized. You've got to be a fundraiser. College used to be a place though for critical thinkers. Okay. Mm-hmm. And there's some things that just went through the news that just really hurt my heart about what's Mm. going on in college campuses now. It's a breeding ground for destruction, hate, murders. What the heck is going on with these college uh, students? Is it too much social media? Or did their parents not, did their parents not whoop their butt like mine whoop mine? Ah. (laughs) I don't know. I'm not a parenting coach, so I'm not going there. But you know they get there. But you're right. You're right. They like college campuses are a hot zone for these type of issues. And one of the things that we focus on um, when with myself and my students is mental clarity and mindset and why you're going. You're not. You know. You're not going to party. You're not going to take advantage of whatever it is that you find there, you're there for yourself and to build your vision. And so I think a lot of students get into schools and they don't have that vision. And so they just are well you know, reckless. Like, 
they're like baby vampires. They get that first taste of blood and then they just bleed out, you know? Oh, I got some freedom. The young girl Lovina was telling somebody I was mortified. I go into the restaurant. I had to have them wipe the table off. I mean, the, the chair off because she was sitting there on the phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you look at these brilliant students that come from other countries. They suck it up like a straw. You could not pay them to not take advantage of these the education that they get. Yeah, that's true. But there's a lot of grants. There's a lot of loans. Um, and then they take this information and they go back to their country and they do great things. And it's right here in our back door at our disposal. Oh, yeah. And kids don't even try to. Yeah. Oh, it's so true. It's so true. There's, yeah, I think there's like a general sense of entitlement in the United States, (laughs) right? Like that word. Um, And just because you got into a school doesn't mean you're going to be successful. Right. So, yeah. (laughs) And you, 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 you take a, you take a degree and you end up working at a, furniture store <laughs> yes yes and 60 70 thousand dollars in debt do you also help them look for money and look for funding yeah we do in fact the the module that i'm on with my cohort right now is um looking at scholarship applications what do you say over because i just had another guest on my show and you know i told you i'm gonna hook you up with her uh the private sector versus the public sector they're saying that the private sector got some pretty deep pockets and they are looking you know uh with the ego eye view and being a little bit more generous as far as you know getting kids in and getting them some money as far as scholarships is that what you yeah so it's just a matter of really searching and finding those people out um because they're not as listed and available to the public as um the traditional scholarship sources so that's, you know, an area that we work on and and is still improving is finding funding for this, these students who may not be able to get into the schools they want to because of their money limitations. Yeah, because it's, uh, I don't know. I, I told people, I said, I think there's a little uh, trickery going on with this loan forgiveness. It didn't pass, but it's not forgiven. That's no. added to your now that's added to your taxable income. You will pay <laughs> yeah. sooner or later. But I yeah. get it because college is cotton picking expensive. A lot that of colleges <laughs> now, uh, a lot of junior colleges are offering a fuller uh, calendar, a lot more classes mm-hmm. that are easily transferable to universities. Are you finding that people are going to JCs too a lot now? JCs and also community colleges. I mean, it's a good option for a lot of students, especially if the student does not have good statistics. Mm. So from my personal experience, I waited four years to go to college. Mm. Four. I was a terrible high school student because I had so much going on in my childhood. And in that moment, I didn't care about, you know, I didn't care. And so I was not prepared to go to college. I wasn't even thinking about it. And that's the case for a lot of students. They're just not there mentally yet. And so, you know, I've just recently spoken my group on Facebook about this and um, the gap year can be a really good tool for those kind of students and community college and JCs because 
they're fairly easy to get into and you can take rigorous courses and improve your GPA over time, which proves to the higher, uh, more exclusive colleges that you are really in it for the win. And it helps you get in at that point when you're ready. So it's a good tool to have in your pocket. What are some key elements or key components that need to be included in that application and in that essay? So I always tell people in the essay that your goal is to advocate for yourself and to show off your experience in life. So if you've been through a challenge, you're going to take that challenge and use it to your advantage in that essay to show how you've grown and how you will continue to grow because of who you are from that challenge. So you're really taking like the hard moments and showing how they're causing you growth and instill have instilled growth in you. Um, it's really important to show off in those essays as well as try to make the first two sentences the most interesting two sentences of the whole thing. <laughs> because there are so many application essays that they hire readers, right? They hire these readers. I don't know how much they get paid, but it's not as much as the admissions counselor. And mm. so they're skimming most of the time. Mm. And so the first two sentences are the most critical two sentences, because if they're really good and if they hook you and that reader is like, Ooh, I want to read more, then they'll read the whole thing and not skim it. And you will stand out as a result. It's like a resume brains <laughs> mm -hmm. using keywords. They're going to be using AI now to kind of edit and filter and go through this information. Mm -hmm. What do you feel about that? Um, you know, it's not going away. What, AI? Yeah, artificial intelligence. Mm -hmm. And everyone's using it. I use it. Mm -hmm. So what we have to do is be able to incorporate that and be upfront mm -hmm. with it, brains. Don't try to, you know hide and, and sugarcoat like you don't use it i'm mm -hmm. not telling it to write your you know your thesis i'm not saying that but to be able to um to a couple things actually look at the future look at the jobs of the future they're going to change there's going to be again i'm worried about doctors everything's mm -hmm. being done by robotics now you may not need that PhD. You may not need that, you know, uh, the physician assistants are very popular now. They're not going that way. Lawyers, you can go in and figure out how to get out of a traffic ticket. Where do you see, <laughs> where do you see this going in the future? I mean, you know, cause we have to prepare our students for that as well as the faculty. Well, like anything else, I think AI is a tool, right? It's not something that you can just depend on solely to produce an authentic voice for yourself. Like you are the authentic voice, not AI. And so, um, you know, like the one that comes to mind immediately is ChatGPT. There's a lot of students who are using that to write papers. And what we need to understand about that and what students need to understand about that is that what ChatGPT is doing is taking all of the data that's already out there and then combining it into something that sounds kind of like you. But you have to, like that's that doesn't make it you. Right, absolutely. 
Yeah. So I think it's a tool. It's useful and it will be incorporated into many jobs, but it's not a replacement for your voice. Okay. Does it, well, doesn't have any emotions yet. Somebody will figure that out. (laughs) (laughs) So is there anything in particular else that you would like for our parents to know about and our students to know about college entry? I think what I really want them to know is just that they're not alone. You know, I, so many parents right now, especially, right? This is the end of October. These applications are due in the end, in January, December and January, if they haven't already applied. And this is an extraordinarily stressful time for parents and their students who are applying to college. And I want them to know that they're not alone. There are people out there that can support them and help them and they don't have to suffer in silence and their children, even if they're going through hardship or have been through hardship can succeed. This is not the, you know, they don't have to be down about their child's prospects. There is potential in everybody and you're not alone, like seek out help. Absolutely. So how did you find yourself in this space, though, in this this niche? Well, I've been in education for over seven years. Um, I taught high school English and composition, as well as um, remedial reading and sort of supports. And that's all with teens. And so what happens when you're a teacher in the classroom is you end up teaching curriculum, which is what you're supposed to teach. But then you teach so many other skills. Right. And so after the pandemic, when everybody went online, I really had an awakening that to the potential of what I could bring to students. Right. Outside of a problem. problem solving teacher. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's how I got here. And then it's just grown from there. Well, that's amazing. So tell us a little bit about your program, what you offer to parents and how to get in contact with you. Sure. So um, the contact information is easy. So I'm on basically every platform and it's the same everywhere. It's at campus.thrive.coaching. And um, my TikTok centers around students. So I talk directly to students on TikTok. And then my Instagram and my Facebook are more parent centered. So, so I'm kind of everywhere. Um, And my program is called College Success Academy. It's a four month program. And it takes a student through those three pillars that I mentioned, which are the vision, cleanse and build, the college curation and college application process, and then confidence, competence and executive functioning skills for their future so I'm really taking yeah I'm like what I like to say is I'm taking a child and making them the architect of their future wow that and that's really great um because you have the, it, it, the like I said you look like a fun girl <laughs> <laughs> and that's important because you have to engage so let's ask you some fun questions before we conclude I always love to do that Okay, I'm ready. What what state are you in? Colorado. Colorado. Okay, in Colorado. What's the best thing about Colorado? Mm, Oh my gosh. I think the view of the mountains is top. 
I love it. And the weather changes. I lived in Florida for 12 years and I, oh, I like missed the, the change of the seasons so much. The colors are just amazing right now. It's fall right now. It's so beautiful. If you were a flower in the garden, what flower would you be, Alexandra? Ooh, fun. Hmm. An iris. Ooh. Okay. Why? I think they look delicate, but powerful. All right. Now she likes that power brains. If you were an appliance in the kitchen, what appliance would you be? An appliance in the kitchen. <laughs> That's a good one. Let's see. Ah. I'm going to be the oven. Okay. Because wow. I get hot and fiery. <laughs> oh, shoot. All right. Okay. I said that I would be the refrigerator because I just want to chill. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> so the opposite. <laughs> if you had three magical wishes, anything, hmm. maybe your wildest dreams. Magical wishes. Peace. No more kids on the street. I saw a kid on the street yesterday. Teenager. And immediately, you know, that resonates with me because I work with teens and um, I didn't have anything but spare change in my car and I gave him everything I had. I actually turned around and gave him everything I had. Mm -hmm. And uh, no more of that for sure. Yeah. And I think I would love to take the money out of politics yeah. Boom. Yeah. Poli politrix. <laughs> yeah. Money out of politics. Politrix. So what do you want your legacy? How do you want to be remembered? I want to be remembered for helping and guiding as many students as possible through my work and my outreach. Brains. Reach out and embrace Alexandra Holt. She's the business. And it's not easy getting through college. You know, your kid is already overwhelmed. They're stressed. Maybe in all transparency, they're not able to discuss with you what their life choices are. What you have to understand is that you cannot relive your life vicariously through your kids. Your daughter may not be the cheerleader. Your son may not be the captain of the football team. Uh, they may not be able to, uh, you know, pass certain SATs, but love them and embrace them for who they are. Get to know who they are. Let them express themselves. If you do that, I'm telling you, as the old adage is, if you do what you, you know, that you desire and that lights you up, you'll never feel like you worked a day in your life. And you want your kids to be independent contributors to society and to be happy. Amen. You know, <laughs> you want them to cotton pick and be happy. Uh, so, you know, get off your high horse. You know, maybe they need to go to a JC so they can get their mind together and get prepped. And still, they're still being nurtured. They're still being weaned at 18. They're not this big, you know, super brain that you think that they are. I mean, my daughter didn't move out till she was 28, bless her heart. And it wasn't because, you know, of anything outside of mostly economics. But again, when they get out, are you preparing them financially to know how to manage money, to get an apartment, to pay their bills on time, 
to uh, go, yeah, to go to work, even if it's from the device to be on time, to take a shower, (laughs) (laughs) all those great things. But uh, Alexandra is an expert at that. And she's really nurturing. You got two kids of your own. Yeah. Little kids though, huh? Yeah. Two and four. Oh boy. So you, you prepping them to be independent? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Probably too much. I know. We love it. We love it. Oh, goodness. I need you to go love, like, share, and subscribe, please. Love, like, share, and subscribe. Look at that. She got trickery on her camera. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And connect with Andrea, uh, Alexandra, I'm sorry. And we have a couple other guests. They all work in conjunction. Uh, She can help you get the, the mindset correctly. Uh, she can help you get the application right. I got somebody that can help you find the money. I've got somebody else that can help you with mental health for young people because they're going through a whole different thing within themselves. So there's a lot of information right here on the edge. Thank you so much for being with us. You're the best. <laughs> Bye, brains. <laughs>